0: world where your alarm clock goes off too early the coffee isn't already made and you gotta make it to work on time only one team of superheroes can wake you up
1: mornings with melissa and jack on 1037 play
2: Begin
0: now. Nah, 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 well
2: nah, good nah. morning sunshine congratulations you made it to friday
3: what a week, huh? Oh, all has right. there been
2: things going on this week? There's been a Who lot of stuff happening.
3: Guessed? We finally made it to Friday. That was the weekend. going to be another kind of steamy one out there. Summer is here, I guess. Yay. No, it's here.
2: I mean, it's June at this point. Yeah. So it is It is June. here. It is here to stay. <laughs> right? It feels weird <laughs> to say June. I feel like we missed all of spring. So all a of a sudden, it's like, boom, summer. Hey, uh, there is something, though, this weekend that is happening that you don't want to miss. I don't want to say I'm worried worried about it but it's so 2020 that it's giving me a little concern i think
3: it's good news personally
2: scientists don't necessarily agree (laughs) with you jack we'll tell you what it is coming up next so here is the great news about 2020 things don't shock us anymore like they used to. Like when really bad things start to happen, we're like, eh, it's fine, it's 2020.
3: Yeah, that's true. You
2: know, that's a good thing for us. Okay. It's 1037 play, Melissa and Jack in the morning. You know, like say, I don't know, there was gonna be a giant asteroid heading towards the earth tomorrow that was, you know, the size of the Empire State Building. Not as worried as we typically would have been, right? Yeah, that's
3: a, you know, it's kind of just like a regular news cycle. Like, oh, okay, that's interesting. You know, we're not, like, shocked about it.
2: It is happening. So tomorrow, uh, scientists are anticipating that there's going to be a giant asteroid. I mean, this thing is ginormous, taller than the Empire State Building. uh, And uh, it's going to be passing Earth. They believe, but can't confirm yet, that it's going to pass by us safely. I did not know this. Did you know that they have like a whole team of people that shoot things at asteroids into space to make it slightly veer off course so I know that it they, won't hit us? I know
3: they had a team of oil riggers that they send up to them to put a bomb in it to make him explode. Yeah, and they then can the, do all- the then Aerosmith song plays.
2: Yeah, I don't know if um, that's um, how that works. Honestly, outside the movie. you know,
3: so they're saying there's a chance it could. Hit Earth. I, I'm just happy that it's <laughs> happening. Like Trump and Biden are fine, but you know, I'm glad a third party candidate has emerged, like a candidate that can get things done.
2: By get things done, you mean destroy the Earth and human life as we know it. At exactly.
3: This point. In 2020, vote huge asteroid. 1037 play. Mornings of Melissa and Jack. He or she is the candidate of the people, the yeah. people that are ready to be vaporized. There
2: won't be people to vote if it hits us. 1037 play. I've got a parenting hack for you. Okay. So what are your 3-7 play, <laughs> Melissa and Jack, in the morning. Well, I feel like parenting is a team effort. Uh, whether your team is your partner or it's someone you don't even know, you have to share when you come across good things, and that's what I want to do this morning. I figured out how to get my kids to clean.
3: Yeah, you do you just tell them to clean? They don't follow your rules. Sometimes
2: it doesn't work like that. Okay. It involves threatening and yelling and crying, mostly from me. So here's here's what we have to do. So I don't know if, uh, if you've heard this, but my daughter has started a charity T-shirt company.
3: Of course, I've heard this. She's doing amazing. <laughs> she did. Uh, I, I'm just shocked. I how awesome these T-shirts are. She made T-shirts. And and she's giving all the proceeds to the uh, Black Lives Matter movement. Mm -hmm. But these things have blown up. Like, everyone's buying them. So
2: she started uh, doing the t-shirts three days ago. She's made $1,200 to donate already, that which is, is insane. amazing.
3: Yeah, and I mean, they're really cool t shirts. Like, I'm just really impressed with her. Thank it's, you. They're awesome.
2: Thank you. And she thinks it's very cool that you think
3: it's cool, by the way. Way cooler well, than me being like, I'm so proud of you. I'm not her mom. So. <laughs> so,
2: her campaign has started to go a little bit viral because of, you know, a, a young kid getting involved in making t shirts for the Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, so, it's been awesome. But the uh, Times Dispatch called her and wanted to come in and do an interview with her. So the house needed to be clean because it was not clean at all. I mean, we've all been locked in quarantine. Like it was just not a cleaning thing. So I had to work yesterday and my husband had to be up at the school. So I put a list on the TV. I stuck a note and I said, when you guys get up, these are the things that have to be done. There was like five things about cleaning that had to be done. And once those were accomplished, they could FaceTime me, show me that they were done And I would tell them where I hid the remote control Ah, to the TV. Boom! Parenting hack. That's all you have to do. Hide the device or hide the way to get to it, like the clicker, and then you're good. Then they have to do anything that you say if you're not there. That's how you control it. So they did
3: clean up and did everything and you showed them where the remote was.
2: Spotless. It was amazing. Best hack I've ever coming up with.
3: You call it a hack, but Mm -hmm. threatening your kids with no TV. You know, it may have worked this one time, but they didn't learn anything. What? Yeah. they yeah, did. They learned they if you
2: don't clean up, your consequence is no electronics, no TV.
3: They shouldn't bow down to your threats. They should have taught you a lesson by messing up the house even more. What lesson would I learn? That they are the captains now. <laughs> you follow their rules. one 3 7 play
2: You know how 2020 is like this year where... You can make up anything that's going on and people believe it because 2020 is just, it's just a mess, right? It's been a mess.
3: Yeah, there's been a lot of things that have happened.
2: There's one more to add. It's 103.7 Play, Melissa and Jack in the morning. Uh, I don't know if you heard, but there was a wild bear roaming around Richmond on Cary Street yesterday. What?
3: Yeah. How? where did, where did this bear even come from? And how did it... it got all the way downtown.
2: He, the, the bear was hanging out downtown. This is... I've never heard of a bear roaming through, like, downtown. Yeah. The city part of Richmond. That's so bizarre. Uh, good news is Richmond Animal Care and Control uh, has been able to safely tranquilize the bear, which, P.S., they named Fuzzy Wuzzy. Fuzzy Wuzzy. It's Fuzzy Wuzzy was a bear. Uh, and they have released him outside of the city. So you don't need to worry about him today. But, like... That is so weird, right? I mean, not 2020 weird, but it's, like, still weird.
3: What do you think the bear was doing all the way downtown? Like, protesting? Probably joining the protest, right? I feel like he was probably just looking for food. You sure he wasn't protesting for his right to bear arms? Jack. 103.7 <laughs> Play Mornings with Melissa and Jack. Well, I'm glad Fuzzy Wuzzy is safe and didn't get, like, hit by a car or anything. That would have been grizzly.
2: He- <laughs> We're done. <laughs> 103.7 Play. It's with Melissa and Jack on 103.7 Play. We talk about Kanye West a lot. He he makes it into hot mess for a lot of his shenanigans. I don't know that we've ever done like a real positive Kanye West story. Can you think of Usually one? Usually
3: we're making fun of him because his ego and he said something crazy or you know he's he's being Kanye but uh, he did something really good now.
2: He did he has actually been on the front lines along with many celebrities uh, for Black Lives Matter and he has decided yesterday to announce that he is going to be fully covering all tuition for George Floyd's six year old daughter to attend college it's fantastic. that is pretty yeah. outstanding I mean, especially you don't expect that from Kanye so uh, we'll give credit where credit is due yeah, for sure. Good
3: on you Kanye and uh, I, th- I think that's great
2: All right. So I think a lot of us are having trouble figuring out sometimes what are facts, what are stories. Just because you read someone's comment or post on Facebook, I know this is shocking, doesn't necessarily mean it's factual.
3: I get most of my news from Facebook, <laughs> from Kurt Autry's Facebook page. Is that wrong? It, it, Should I not do that well, from the comment stay section? Stay away from the
2: comment section on there. <laughs> that is a dumpster fire. So uh, they're trying to help out uh, with being able to to do this. And Oprah is stepping up. And she is creating this forum that is going to be amazing. Next week, it'll be a two-day town hall that you can watch. And it's called, Where Do We Go From Here? And the whole concept is, okay, so everyone's marching now. And everybody is posting all these amazing stories and trying to help out black-run businesses. But where do we go from here? Like, how do we actually implement change so it continues as a permanent thing?
3: That's a great question. That's actually, I, yeah, none I, I of would us like those answers. Answers, right? Yeah. So
2: Oprah's going to be leading the charge on that. It will also have black leaders and activists being able to help us move forward and get all to right. that next step. So that's I think good. that's fantastic. Yeah. Now, if you've got littles, it's hard. We've talked about this before. Talking to your kids about racism can be challenging. So uh, CNN and Sesame Street are going to be teaming up together this weekend to do another special about it. So
3: they did a COVID one, right? And you and your kids watched that kind of explaining what it was. It
2: was so well done. I have a seven-year-old and 11-year-old and myself, all of us entertained. It opened up questions. They, I mean, it was just, I don't know. There's something nicer about when when Muppets tell you. Yeah,
3: I think when it comes to to healing the wounds of the past, is there anyone better than Cookie Monster?
0: Oh, definitely not. Hollywood Hot Mess. Brought to you by Geico.
3: I have all of my serious life talks with Sesame Street characters. (laughs) Like uh, the birds and the bees. Big bird. (laughs)
1: 1037 Play. Second date classic. The following contains strong language and nudity. It's intended only for mature audiences. Listener discretion advised. Melissa and Jack's second date on 103.7 Play.
0: All right, Rick, tell me about this date. Um, well, I thought it was amazing. I really liked it. We hit it off. Um, we went out for dinner, and uh asked she wanted to go for a walk, and uh, I thought we had a lot of chemistry. And we're walking in the park afterwards, and um, everything's great. It's a nice, like, moonlit night, and I'm getting kind of... Kind of starstruck, and uh, I thought this would go somewhere, but I've, nothing really happened at the end of the night. And I've, I've tried to call her since, and she hasn't returned any of my calls. So, I thought calling into you guys might be like a bold way of getting her back. And
3: all right, Rick, we're gonna give her a call and try to help you
0: out. Okay, thanks, guys.
2: Hello. Hi, is Christina there? Yes, this is she. Hi, Christina. My name is Melissa. How are you this morning? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thank you. I won't keep you long. I'm sure you've got to run to work in just a bit, but I was just calling because uh, you know my friend Rick. You guys actually went on a date recently? Um, yeah. He's kind of been out of shape right now. He said that you guys had a really good time when y'all went out and now you're not calling him back. So I offered to call you and see if you would tell me why you're not calling him back. Is
1: this, is this for real though? <laughs> it is.
2: It is. I know. If we were, like, in high school, I'd have passed you a note already, but, you know, he's just kind of, like, really upset about it, and it's hard for me to see my friend like that, and now he's kind of like, well, what if I do something every time I go out with somebody, and I don't know what it is that's wrong, and could you at least tell me so I can kind of relay that message to him?
1: uh, Yeah, well, uh, we went out, Mm -hmm. um, and he was um, very socially awkward. It was almost like he's never been on a date before. Uh, He was touching my hand and saying, we have such a connection. Yeah, do you feel that? You know, what guy said that? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of weird. I mean, is that all that happened? I feel terrible for saying this. But you know the eyebrow thing he has? The what? He has a unibrow. Like, his eyebrows weren't just connected. It was like a straight line across his forehead. Like, Like, someone took a magic marker and drew it on.
2: Right. He
1: looked like the evil baby from The Simpsons. Oh gosh! And I don't mean to be mean, but I mean that's what it reminded me of, and it was so distracting. I couldn't look anywhere else. I mean, it was like the unibrow was talking to me. I couldn't, I couldn't focus on him and what he was saying.
2: So the unibrow was the deal breaker. If he doesn't groom
1: his unibrow, I can't imagine what down south looks like. What? Hello? Are you kidding me? What the
2: hell is going on? Christina, you're actually on second date on 103.7 Play, and Rick's been listening in this whole time. Oh, and you're on the radio, too.
3: Christina, his eyebrows were really that bad that you just didn't call him after the first date? Yeah, even-
2: you got to wax that
1: sh- man. Rick,
3: Christina. do you really look like the evil baby from The Simpsons? By the way, excellent use there. <laughs> really enjoyed that.
0: That feels really shallow, Christina. I'm sorry. I mean, why would you lead us to believe we had... Great time you know, the other night, and, and then you're gonna let something like that stop us from letting something really special happen.
2: Rick, how many eyebrows do you have? Is it one or two?
0: I mean, I guess there's some hair in the middle there. It's one,
2: it's
1: not just some hair, it's like a magic marker was drawn across his forehead.
0: <laughs> you
3: two ladies talking about his unibrow, you're, you know what you're doing right now? You're showing the unibrow on your soul.
2: Stop it. Jack, Horrible you spend people more is what money are. on grooming than I do. Yeah, so it doesn't it. don't matter. Even pretend like that doesn't bother you.
3: I mean, it doesn't matter. Th- this this kid is nice. He's pouring out his heart. And all you could talk about is some little stupid grooming house. You don't
2: think that that is a valid point, which she said, though, that if you don't take care of your grooming upstairs, then you're probably not grooming downstairs? He's all natural. Not every woman wants oh, no. all It's
3: called retro. It's in right now. No,
2: it's
0: not. Yeah. Can't we just take it back to like the 70s stuff day? Why don't we all stop I, being? Well, I don't want the image of that
3: either. You know, we're trying to get y'all on a second date. That's what we do here on 1037 Play. But you know what? If she won't accept you for your unibrow, Rick, I don't know if she can accept you for you.
2: Oh, stop playing the martyr here, Jack. This is like <laughs> so unlike you. You're so judgmental and so looks-based and so self-absorbed with your own looks. How is this not bothering you?
3: I don't know. Like that whole looks coming back, cavemen. Like they're in. No, they're not. Bert from Sesame Street, like she mentioned, and Mm. the evil baby from The Simpsons. Okay, I
0: don't know. Is this a
2: deal breaker, Christine? (laughs) I mean, if you can't, if you're not attracted to someone, you're not attracted to them. I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm not. I'm, I'm
1: not
0: attracted to him. What if I shave it's my uni Very uni
2: nice guy. I'm sorry. I can't
3: do it. Rick, there's a lot of girls out there who are into unibrows. Trust me. There's
2: not a lot of girls into unibrows. I would invest in a pair of tweezers if you really feel like that's an issue. Yes, it is an
0: issue.
3: No, it's not an issue. That Simeon look is in. Don't listen to these women. <laughs> <laughs>
1: 103.7 Play. Mornings with Melissa and Jack. Your